Chief, I found Parker. Where you been? Looking for you all morning. Why don't you pay your phone bill? Mad scientist goes berserk and we don't have pictures. I heard Spider-Man was there. Where were you? Photographing squirrels? You're fired. Chief, the planetarium party. Oh, right. You're unfired. I need you. Come here. What do you know about high society? Oh, uh, well, I... Yeah, don't answer that. My society photographer got hit in the head by a polo ball. You're all I got. Big party for an American hero. My son, the astronaut. Could you pay me in advance? <laughs> you serious? Pay you for what? Standing there? The planetarium tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. There's the door. All righty. Hey, everybody. Frank's um, back. Frank's back. Chris is back. We're all back. We're are you, are you bringing this. the Wonder Thunder? Bringing the Wonder Thunder. Thunder, folks. You, yeah, I can't even explain what that's supposed to mean. It's just been. A, I was on a rant, and these things happen. So pre-show audio um, tests. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah. Hey, uh, just um, yeah. Quick. Uh, should we? We'll just do a quick. Yes, Trump's <laughs> talking about. I brought I brought more thunder into into that audio check than Trump did at his rally the other day. Oh my god! I really thought it was going to be a fucking disaster, and it was, but for not in a good way. I know, I know. But the thing is, though, what ended up happening was really, really funny because, like, yeah. those one million or so TikTok users who, or it wasn't a million of them, but it was a whole bunch of them who uh, decided to like. Just, you know, order a whole bunch of tickets, like a million tickets. Oh, they just trolled them up and yeah. down. Uh, We're going to have a million people. No, you're not. No. I mean, <laughs> seriously, how could you How could you even think you'd have a million people there and the stadium holds, like, less than 20,000? Right. Well, I don't, I, you know, it's just one of those, like, you know, oh, we got a million people who want to come. No, no you, you don't. don't. You have never in a, you have never... <laughs> you have never, in your wildest dreams, made a, a million people want to come. So <laughs> the girls, the girls, my girls saw um, Eric Trump talking about you know the energy and and how many people bought tickets and they're like showing the empty seats as he's saying this shit and they they, they turn to me and they're like, what's wrong with him? Is he okay? <laughs> i'm like well you remember saturday night live when they show the trump twins i'm like he's the one that likes shiny objects they're like oh okay he's got an eyebrows like a cro-magnon man i'm like yes he does but i gotta tell you that's like the that's almost the motto for the for the trump administration <laughs> what's the matter with him <laughs> is he okay oh the first did you see the first reason he gave for such a low turnout he blamed minorities. Yeah. Like. In Tulsa, the day after Juneteenth. I mean, come on. Like, are really? Not even, no pretense at all anymore. Just, it's just. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> phrasing. And then to find out it was, it was TikTok and uh, K-pop fans. I'm like, holy shit. I will never make fun of K-pop. Like, uh, I haven't. But I never will because you guys did more. To embarrass the president than anyone else in the world has. He's, he's like Palpatine in that um, robot chicken video. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, my, uh, my, my rally was ruined by a bunch of fucking teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I don't What's think TikTok? I don't think he should be calling them rallies either. But then again, he was going to hold a rally in Tulsa on Juneteenth and then moved it a day, you know. And Stephen Miller probably went and sulked in his fucking bunker. Yeah, it can't have anything nice. Yeah. <sighs> but now the problem is that is that um, Trump thinks that there's a number called you know June. <laughs> what i think is really funny is you look at you look at different people that are in the in the in the the world of the the famous you know and um you look at stephen miller who looks like you know if you if you he microwaved like a, mr burns yeah like if you microwaved a racist uh egg <laughs> and then you have paul rudd who is like 25 years older than him it's amazing like being nice i think makes you look better that's why tom hanks doesn't age mr rogers he always looked the same to me and paul rudd i i honestly believe that paul rudd will be uh will achieve tom hanks level of nice guyism by the time you know i was gonna say he's 50 but he's 50 Uh yeah by the time he's Tom Hanks' age now. Yeah, but at some point, Tom Hanks is going to hunt him down and be like, oh, there can be only one. Oh, yeah, he'll have to eat his bone marrow, definitely. Actually, you know what? Tom Hanks would go, you know what? There can be only one. Why, why don't you do it? I'll cut off my own head. <laughs> no, Tom, I couldn't possibly let you. That's nah, okay. I had a good run. <laughs> you still got Ant-Man stuff to do. Yeah, you got That's fine. It's fine. I just... <laughs> Oh, oh man, I um I finished watching Hannibal. Okay, and I got to tell you, the third season of that really made me quite like. It's one of those things where like, like I I it, uh, I know that they got canceled. They knew they were getting canceled, but there's still a part of me that likes to think that they were writing it going. Ah, look, you know what? People are committed. They're going to watch the rest of it. We can do whatever the fuck we want at this point. Because some of the shit made no goddamn sense. Some of it was, like, some of the conversations were just these, like, super, like, trying to be deep, just, like, people don't talk like this kind of thing. It was just, it was so awkward and weird. And then, like, some of the visuals, I'm like... Why did they put in a really bad Calvin Klein like like commercial in the middle of this episode? Because I don't know what the fuck is that horse doing there? Where are they? What is happening? Is this now? Is it the past? Is it the? I have no fucking idea. Why is he that guy still alive? Like it was so weird. And then the last probably five or six, maybe even the last, pretty much like the last half of the season was. Basically, the movie Red Dragon. Oh, okay. You know, which was a perfectly fine movie. It was long, but they managed to make this, you know, instead of a two and a half hour movie, a uh, you know, like a six and a half hour movie. Well, wasn't it? Like, wasn't was Manhunter basically Red Dragon? I think so. Yeah, I didn't ever. I didn't. I don't think I saw that. Wasn't like Brian Cox, the Hannibal Lecter character, in that? Honestly, if I ever. <laughs> And I think it was Rutger Hauer, maybe. I don't know. I don't. I'm not no, even gonna. It was the other dude. Up. It was that dude from CSI, Peterson, who was in Manhunter, I believe. Okay. okay. Fuck! I'm gonna have to look this up. 
So you know the um, you know that decoration I have over my door um, to the studio. It's got the two bayonets on it. Yeah. So I decided I'm gonna polish them uh, because I've been watching a lot of those restoration videos. Right. Well, it's a quarantine. We've all been in the house, so you know we're all gonna polish the bayonet. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, one is 18 inches long. <laughs> um so i i polished one i got you know the all the right things for the dremel and in the polishing uh paste and all that stuff and um i thought okay well these have stamps on them they have numbers and they have stamps maybe i'll try to look them up so the first one i found i i did the longer one the 18 inch bayonet um it's it's an 1809 Prussian rifle bayonet. Cool. And the other one is, it's shorter. It's got a U.S. stamp on it. I forget. Let me see here. It's an 1816 U.S. socket bayonet. These are just sitting in our basement. Oh, you know. <laughs> Like you do. Yeah, $300 worth of gun swords, apparently, according to YouTube and collectors. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really clean them up now. One of them's 200 years old. That's pretty, 211, wow. roughly. That's pretty awesome. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So it's something I did. I polished, I polished my bayonet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to not use that phrase anymore because now it's creeping me out. I actually feel bad about that. Well, mm. I, instant regret, huh? Instant. Regret. Oh, well, I've been there before. So I was thinking about something. Oh, good. So now that all nine of the Star Wars movies are done, I think it's yeah. fair that I can start picking them apart. Okay. Stupid little nitpicky shit. Okay. Here's one. Ben drops uh, Luke off on Tatooine. And then he goes and becomes a desert hermit guy. Yeah. And he wears his brown robe with the white underneath. You know, layers in a desert, I guess that makes yeah. sense. I've never experienced it myself, but... The so, big... And he wears those apple-bottom jeans and the boots <laughs> with the fur. <laughs> when it's really hot, it's a pencil skirt, but... Uh... Hello! <laughs> um, I the big mistake I think that was made was Lucas putting all of the Jedi in that outfit in the prequels. Because then Ben's disguise doesn't mean shit. He's just walking around in Jedi robes. Nobody's gonna no one's gonna notice that. But the thing is though, on Tatooine, like when Ben when um um Owen you know, comes out, he kind of looked about the same. You know, I think that Ben sort of looked like an old yeah, but, guy on that planet. But that was, that was, the, that was you know, how he dressed. That That's, in the first movie, that's what people on that planet wore. Yeah, so Ben works. Yeah, but not when the prequels come into play. Because then all the Jedi grew up on Tatooine? What's going on here? Yeah, no, yeah, the, yeah, the other Jedi just, you know, they're, um... They didn't wear a lot of different stuff. No, and they really should have to to reflect their their own cultures, right? Yeah. I mean, you had Luminara and Barris who had very different outfits from the rest of them, and and they looked really neat. But everybody else just wore brown robes. 
It's it's just uh, it's just one of those things. Like eh. there's um there is there was something I one of the because I've been going through the novels and stuff. I'm mm. doing Tarkin now, which is kind of fun. Yeah, that one I like that one. Um, it's so weird because like I've hated that guy my entire <laughs> life, and now I'm read like reading the novel. I'm just like rooting for him. He's just like oh, he's pretty good. Oh wait, no, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. Gotta remember that. Um. So yeah, and in one of the um, one of the books I read, it might have been with God. What was it? I don't know, but something sort of addressed the whole like simplicity of the Jedi clothing and stuff like that. Mm. So, wish I could remember what it was. I mean, I get I, I get the reading. idea of behind it. It's you know, it's um, non armored samurai outfit yeah. type things. I get it, but meh. But like, just, I mean, you never really saw Ahsoka wear anything. I mean, she she every now and again you'd see her in a hood, right? Right. You know, she had hoodie. her own her own style. Yeah. In a hoodie, you know, when she goes to the farmers market, just kind of chilling on a Sunday afternoon. Yep. Yep. Not giving anybody any shit. Yeah. Just doing her thing. Then you got the smartest. We got Plo Koon always wearing his mask. Right. So, yeah, he's no dummy. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I we're we're all we're all dead, right? We're all gonna die because like thanks, Texas. You stupid fuckers. Florida. All of them. I don't get it. Yeah, as long as they just stay where they are, that's fine with me. It but they're not. So, they're not going nine. to. They're all fucking stupid. And then what's gonna happen? People are gonna come back to school here? Don't fucking come here from all over the country. Well, I don't think I know that like um, UMass Boston is doing all remote learning stuff. Um, yeah, but it, so all it takes is on one campus. school, right? Yeah. There's yeah. not a lot of schools in Boston, though, right? Couple. A couple I can think of <laughs> off the top of my head. But like as soon as the museums and, and, and stuff open, all these people that are asymptomatic that are at home, they're all going to, oh, time to go out. I'm not taking a fucking chance at all. At all. My mom's like, hey, you want to come and sit at that one end of the driveway and visit? And I'm like, no, I'm not leaving the fucking house. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just, B- Bill wants to know when can we start, you know, recording in person. And I'm like, I have no fucking idea. I, yeah, my I'm big not taking thing that is, chance. I will go to a, um, I'll go to a movie when there's a vaccine. Mm. So yeah, I, I I'm, definitely I'm changed my mind people, on that. I'm around people all the time, so um, I feel a light, and, and I'm always in the mask and stuff like that. So I'm a little bit more comfortable with some of the protocols out in the world. Mm. I did have dinner with Bree the other night um, at Sylvan, and it was really interesting to see what they were doing. Uh, we sat outside; we were probably ten feet away from other people. Mm. Um, you know, you can, you wear a mask at the, you know, until you get to your table and then you take it off while you're at the table and the server comes over and they have, um, disposable menus. Hmm. Um, so, and certainly like no rushing or anything like that. Um, you know, you take your time. I think the staff was happy to just have work to be honest. Um, so it wasn't, um, it wasn't that bad. It was, it was kind of just sit outside and, and, you know, have a meal and hang out. So the outside stuff is way better 
than yeah. Oh, the I won't go stuff. into a restaurant. I won't sit in a restaurant. No, for and a long time in a movie theater, how like all you do is munch the whole time. Yeah, so, and the thing is, though, and I don't know if we we said this before. I was talking to someone else about this. Like you and I have run movie theaters, and yeah. it's they can have the best policies in place and quite frankly the best intentions yeah but they're not going to do it as thoroughly as it should be you're not paying the people enough for them exactly to, to push and it. you've got these are you know teenagers they're not going to they're not going to do it, and and it's not a slam. I know there are lots of plenty of hardworking teenagers out there. No, but, it, but after they after they do it for like a week or two, and they're yelled at for it by the customers constantly, they're going to yeah. be like, "You're not paying me enough to so do long? this." You know. Yeah. Also, I I don't know how comfortable I would be having my teenage kid go work at a movie theater to disinfect mm-hmm. stuff. Fuck that. Or I, I don't trust anybody to even serve me popcorn anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, I think movie theaters are off the table for a while, which yeah. sort of destroys what's left of my soul. Yeah, but at least it's not like Toys R Us. They'll be back. Yeah. Child World won't. No. <laughs> I miss Child no. World. Way better than Toys R Us. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I... If we all just were smart about it and just did what we had to do, it would be gone faster. But everybody is so fucking well, impatient. Well, I think that I think that there needed to be like like Trump did this thing where he was just like, "Well, I'm going to come up. I have a plan. I'm going to announce the third, and I'm just going to say it. And this is what it's going to be." And then he comes out. And he goes, "Yeah, I'm going to leave it up to the states. To mm-hmm. that's my big plan is to leave it up to the states to come up with their own plans." Great. So now you've got 50 different plans. Um, luckily, hey, yeah. you know, knock on wood, Massachusetts, you know, Governor Baker has been doing a bang up job. And we are like, you know, probably one of the safest places, if not the safest place in the country to be right now. He's doing the best out of everybody. I don't know if it's a the greatest job, you know. It's it's into like statistically like things are are lowest like the lowest um, rates and stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, my phone was ringing. That probably went through to the recording. So that's I didn't fine. even hear. Oh, okay. Good. Good. So, but in terms of like stuff that's that's you know into like new cases and stuff like that. Right. Um, Massachusetts is like doing the best yeah. in the country. Yeah, for now. Uh, I for have now. no faith in the people in this state. We've seen them. We've worked with them. Going back to the movie theater thing, the fire alarm could be going off. The lights could be up in the theater. The movie could be off. Everybody else could be out, and there will still be that one family of dickheads it's- that's like, I'm not leaving till I see flames. Fuck you. Get out. <laughs> that was a real person. Yeah, I know. How am I going to, how do I know I'm going to get my seat back? All right. Well, you know Fucking what? You're going to you're going to burn alive in these great seats. I'll uh, I'll see on the news there, John Lee. Yeah. Not to mention too. Okay, so you're going to have what? 25% capacity in the theaters. Uh and then what? The air conditioning's going to blow everybody's hot breath around? Yeah. No. 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 So stupid. Yes, I want to go to the movies and I want popcorn and I want to do things. 
but, but it's just but, but not you, time. You, you can't. You just got to fucking wait. Yeah, this is absolutely insane that I'm still home, you know? <laughs> it's crazy. But what are we supposed to do? You know? Right. Seriously, let people die? Some. I have a list. Well, I mean, yeah, but not 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 innocent people and that's who would die some stupid people definitely yeah but unfortunately it's the stupid people who live and continue <laughs> to breed i don't know i don't know are you reading the right headlines cuz i'm seeing like um um despite warnings family of 19 gets together 16 now have covid it's like what did you fucking expect where was that oh that was right on my feed this morning no like what state was that oh uh hold on a second (laughs) i will find out i mean i'm by no means saying that you know it's it's gone in massachusetts i'm just saying that compared to some other places we're doing really really well at um you know stemming the flow true true uh, let's see. I think I remembered the person that had shared it. I just got to scroll a little bit. This is just great. North, <laughs> North Texas family shaken after 18 relatives test positive for COVID-19 following surprise birthday party. Was it for death? Were they, was William Sadler there? Like... <laughs> the fuck so did fellini film it it's that's fantastic because everybody the very beginning of that party is a whole bunch of people screaming (laughs) at one person yeah and then another person has to blow their breath on food all over a cake (laughs) yep and they're surprised that it happened uh I don't I don't get it. I don't know. It's it's really really scary and sad and stupid. Yeah. Like, what what else have you got for for Star Wars slamming? This is I like this. I want to play I want to keep playing this game. Well, there, there's a bunch of stuff in um Rise of Skywalker that's just it just doesn't make sense. Oh, like there's sort of mini romance thing that doesn't no, make sense. No, I mean like from previously established world building stuff like um first how did how did kylo ren get into or out of that tie fighter when he landed on um exegol he used the force sure okay but it doesn't have a hyperdrive or a life support system that's why they wear the helmets he didn't have a helmet he used the force okay that's that's... um It's like Harry Potter. It's magic. Remember, they crashed the uh, Millennium Falcon real bad on that planet with the Death Star yeah. wreckage that wasn't Endor. Oh, we, we we got some parts. We can fix that up. Well, clearly, Lando went to that planet after everybody and found it, didn't he? You know what? You know what that reminds me of when they said, "Oh, we've got some parts. We can repair your trip." It reminded me of Fast Times at Ridgemont High <laughs> when when Spicoli and that kid fuck up the dude's car 
He's just like, my dad can fix it. He's got an awesome set of tools. He's a television repairman. <laughs> it's just like, yep. I've got a Swiss army knife. I'm going to fix the Millennium Falcon that that landed without any type of... I mean, yeah. my God, if I hit speed bump too hard, it rips the shit out of the bottom of my Nissan. Yeah, yeah, and that ship slammed into that planet's surface. Mm. And then... So how did all of those others, those gigantic ships navigate through that nightmare storm to get to the battle? And why do you have to navigate through that? Isn't there another direction you could come from in space? I mean, it's space. I always, I always wonder that about like, like space battles yeah so like you know they come out and there's a big huge ship right in front of it oh how do we get past him yeah i don't know just go under it yeah go go up i was right when i went up or just go down just (laughs) you've got a because you know what's all around you space yeah you got a lot of room in space yeah now literally called space i was watching empire strikes back um, like seriously watching as you know, not just background noise. And um, I can understand sending the transports up because you got the ion cannon protecting them, and that's the fastest way to uh, uh, the hyperspace lane they need. Okay, why not? But when yeah. Han and Luke left in their individual ships, there are no Star Destroyers because the, uh, it looks like they went off the backside of the planet. And avoided the whole thing. So that does happen. Yeah. Which I found it's, very interesting. It's just like, oh, we'll just we'll just go the other way, because they're there. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> oh, we can't go around them. Well why why not? Yeah. Just, just take a left and keep going <laughs> so you can take a right again. <laughs> I don't know if we have room. We do. Yeah. Because uh you know, you can almost picture like Norm McDonald going, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, we got a, uh, we got a lot of space. Yep, plenty of room. Yep, <laughs> take a left. <laughs> uh, this is this is great. Two huge Star Wars fans shitting on Star Wars. It's been forty some odd years. Let's do it. Yeah, it's just that 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 thing about that thing about Ben, and I don't know how or why. Ben has uh, Obi Wan has all of a sudden got this like mythic, like, like, like on a pedestal stance all of a sudden because he's just a piece of shit. He's the worst Jedi. He, I have, I have been saying that for years. He, um, I really think that he was cool when he was younger, but I really think that. When he ages, his reasons for doing stuff are just kind of bullshit. Yeah. You know? This from a certain point of view shit. Fuck. And I've been saying yeah. fuck you to that since I was 13 years old. Oh, yeah. It's so, a lie. From a certain point of from view a is, certain a, is a point lie. Of view. And I can tell you. I can tell you as a kid, okay, that is that is not a reason that you give your parents. For, <laughs> that's yeah. not true. Well, from a certain point of view, I was home at nine. <laughs> in if you're in California, <laughs> you didn't say what time zone you were using. <laughs> so from a certain point of view, why are you hitting me? 
Yeah, and son, from every point of view, you're grounded. Right, exactly. You underestimate my power. No, I've yeah. properly estimated it. That's why I'm going to win. <laughs> exactly. Nope, no, I think I pretty much got it. Yeah. You're 50. You're powerless. Shut up. And also, how does he not know about Leia? He was fucking there. And you would think, like... She would be the better choice. She's disciplined. She's intelligent. She knows the galaxy. She's a diplomat. That's true. You you know what? Because when she gets... She sends that message to him. Ben's response should have been... I know this chick. Yeah. I knew this kid when she was born. I knew her dad, who's yep. an asshole now. Mm. But let me seriously, yeah. because for a split second, I was just kind of like, "Well, how's he going to know?" But then it's just like, "Oh, you fought with my father in the Clone Wars, and blah blah blah." Like, like, what does that message say that would give him a hint that this is Leia? Does she say I'm Leia Organa? Um. Hmm. I don't remember the the entire speech now. Ah. Uh, but she says Alderon. Here's something else. Speaking of Leia. All right. So Rogue One, right? Rogue One takes off as their call sign. So the the group of scrappy rebels that we've come to uh-huh. know. Um, they take oh, off. Oh, I've got Leia's message. Okay. I'm not sure if you'll be able to hear it, but let's uh, let's see. Oops. My bad. So that's a little edited, huh? What? <laughs> that's yeah, a little someone, edited. Yeah, they played around with that a little bit. So two things should have tipped off old Ben. Yeah. That like he knew this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, our two unit. Yeah. You know, um, Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my father on Alderaan. Yeah. You know. Because I'm sure that Ben wasn't going to be like, hey, you know what? When I get to Alderaan, I'm going to have to ask this girl if she knows Leia. (laughs) They'd be about about the same age. Not to mention similar hairstyles, speaking pattern. (sighs) But um, so I um, yeah, that's uh, that's a big that that, that's a big Ben really should have. 
he it was either too doddering in his old age, you know, <laughs> a little bit of sand sickness there. Um, he just didn't have his shit together. He didn't have his shit together in the fight with Darth Maul. I mean, they established in the very beginning of the movie the Jedi can move at super speed, yet when the doors are closing, he runs normal, so Qui-Gon gets killed? What a dick. Yeah. No, Qui-Gon, you can fight him all on your own. That's you funny. got this. You, you got this. I'll be, I'll I'll be over here. Oh, that's fine. You'll be fine I'll from a certain it. point of view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. He's dead. Yep. All right. Yep. That did not go according to plan at all. <laughs> I'm going to get back to the old folks' home. They're going to be mad at me. <laughs> I liked Obi-Wan in the, in the Clone Wars show more than the movies. Nothing against Ewan McGregor. I thought he did a good job, but... The characterization of him, yeah. And he, okay, yeah. so the other, the other, the other thing that that is kind of weird for me, they um, in Rogue One, right? They head off to Scarif, and then uh, after after Jin gives that impassioned plea, and you know, douchebag McCape is like, "No, we're not going to fight. We're just rebelling <laughs> against the Galactic <laughs> Empire. We should run. Yeah. We don't want it. What a dick." And um, so Raddus, Admiral Raddus, the best character in the movie, I have to say, aside from K two S O. I like calling him Raddus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He um, he decides, fuck it, I'm going, and he leaves. And then somehow, Leia's ship is docked inside Raddus's ship. How did that happen? I don't know. Maybe Raddus was ducked inside of Leia's ship. <laughs> oh no, he's a good guy. Don't uh, don't run yeah. Jeremy him. <laughs> Ron Jeremy oh, was accused of rape recently, so there you go. Oh. Yeah. That's not a great resume builder for a porn star. No. Star though, not really a porn star. I mean, is he a porn? I would actually call Ron Jeremy a porn star. He's well known. How he's about this? Uh, he's a porn you know, celebrity. A porn cel- All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you. There are so many porn actors though. No. You know that very. I mean, who would reach star level? That's a that's a tough one. Um, let us know what you think, folks. On that. <laughs> who, who is a porn star? <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be folks out there going. This feels like a trap. Yeah, or or I can't type that much. <laughs> That's a lot of names. Hold on, I don't know their names. Ah, Jenny Two Boobs, <laughs> Mikey Testicles. That's those oh. are names, right? Mikey, Mikey Testies. Yeah, you know Mikey Testies. <laughs> I got you, Mikey. Uh, tested right here. Oh God! Here's another thing, and another thing. It has to do with my favorite scenes in Empire Strikes Back. Okay. So we got all the bounty hunters there on uh, the Executor, right? Yeah. Hans flying around the Imperial fleet, right? And then he ducks on the back of that one. Star Destroyer. Until they dump their garbage and the fleet breaks up and they go into hyperspace. And Leia shits all over his ship. Yeah. How did Fett know that 
was the ship he needed to be on because he doesn't attack the 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 executor. He doesn't he doesn't fake him out with the with with flying at the bridge. It's it's just a totally random one. So Fett flew Slave One all the way over to that Star Destroyer, put it in the trash dock to be ejected out with the other garbage and maybe not be seen by Han. It was a risky move, you know, it was a risk. He did, and that's why, you know, Boba Fett was the best. <laughs> um, that's I mean, why it's, he just, he it's took a, a shot. He's like, he's like, you know what I would do? This is what I would do. I would try to try to, you know, hide amongst the trash when they do it. So let me see what I can do with it. He just tried to found, he found a place and said, all right, let's see if this works. So I'll give him the benefit on that one. But I mean, nobody was watching around them. Nobody saw this happen. I guess with the Falcon pointed up at a, like a one o'clock angle there, you wouldn't. But still, I don't know. I mean, but a lot of a lot of movies now, I just it's just okay. I give you a pass unless you're really stupid. I don't give you a pass. But I got a I got a thing for people celebrating Ben Kenobi when he's just the fucking worst i mean i'll i'll be i like young ben kenobi um but I'd, I'd like to know what happened to him in the desert maybe the disney plus show will give us some insight into why his brain got fucking weird i don't know did he did he pull a trump and stare at the eclipses i don't know <sighs> all right i don't know it's I'm a- gonna order- huh oh, no i'm just saying i'm gonna order food again <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I have to eat. That was that was part of my thing today too. I'm just like, am I being like so bitchy because I just haven't eaten very much today? Hmm. And someone's just like, what are these arrows on the floor for? Like, nope, no amount of food is going to solve your stupid. No, no, well, the arrows on the floor are for you to know which direction to shove things up your ass. You stupid motherfuckers! Oh God. I, I try not to go out. I, I'll go out and I will take Nova, who has the, and I've said it before, the strongest immune system of us all. Um, yeah. And she'll go into Nick's, the, the pizza place down the street, which is, uh, I highly recommend that and Plum Tomatoes. Um, she'll go in and pick up the order because we pay online and they know her because we've been going there for years. Yeah. And, then, and then I don't have to get out. I don't have to put on real pants, you know? So it's fine. I put pants on, but they're like, they're the ones you buy in Target in that rack where they all got, like, the ones I'm wearing now just have thin white pinstripes and they're light blue. I have one, you know. Yeah. You can find the ones with the airplane. I call them comfy pants, but they're probably lounge pants or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. So, are we watching um, the last hissy fit of the white power movement? No, there'll be more. Let's be honest. There'll be more. Do you think things will change? Um, I, I don't know. I, um, I, I, I know you would love to believe things would. So would I. Right. But looking at it realistically from our, um, <laughs> our pessimistic show. I mean, it, I, uh, it almost seems like there's more stuff coming out now, but are people digging for it and exposing, or is it just, 
I don't. I'll let you. I asked you a question. It's not fair. I'm, I keep talking over you. No, I just. So I, anyway, I, no. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. For real. I I want stuff to like. I I obviously I want I want things to change. Obviously, mm. um, I just because what's going to happen is like I I I I'm afraid that it'll things will lose momentum. Um, mm. I'm afraid that. There'll be a few like the Brianna Taylor law, law, which is great. No knock warrants are kind of like they're they got rid of those. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I, I I don't know. I just I I wanted to keep going. Yeah. You know. But what I'm afraid of is that things will like be. Oh well, we're gonna this will. I don't know, this bill dies in committee or we're going to do a study or, you know, Mm. um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. There's so much like, like I know that there are still protests going on, but they're not front and center on the news anymore. No, no, because they're not breaking windows. So, you know, so, so now it's, it's, you know, yeah. I don't know. So, I, but but you don't hear about it as much right now. You're hearing more about the um, you're hearing more about the spikes with coronavirus. Right. So that's like the news right now. So I I don't know what's going to happen. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I I don't know what'll happen. I'm surprised that things have gone like. Like the way they have, mm. I guess. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I did see. My, my, the pessimist in me says no, nothing significant <laughs> is going to change. Yeah, because that's all we've ever seen. Yeah, is placation and no results. Yeah, but we never had uh, an orange shit throwing monkey in office before. True. Um, that that just gets people so pissed off. I did see a video of protesters using a, a database search uh, on the cops that were there um, in force, basically, to stand there and, I guess, beat the shit out of them if they looked at them the wrong way. And what they would do is look up the cops from their badge number and then they would read off how many complaints that cop had in their real name. And <laughs> as soon as their names are read, they, they leave. <laughs> the cops just leave. Like, oh, are you going to quit because you're an asshole? Good. I mean, Fucking but that's good. the thing. That's like kids are using technology and young people are using technology. And that's that's great. Mm. And that's what's going to have to happen because it is such a an interesting way to get some results yeah yeah so and it's like there's no i mean like that whole tiktok thing with with trump's thing the kids knew well enough that oh well you know what they need a phone number i'm gonna go to google voice and i'm gonna create a phone number and <laughs> yeah. blah 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 you apparently know, is- too they forgot to add the click if you're over 18 so now they have a whole bunch of minors um personal information yeah, and that's, that's a, a violation. So yeah, I mean, because the um, one of his representatives was saying, "Oh, but you know, we've got we've got a whole bunch of like information now, so that's a payoff for us." It's just like, well, 
Do you though? Do you like Korean so, pop music? Because that's all the information you have. Yeah, exactly. I saw that guy too, and I'm like, your information's worthless. It's like, it's like, it's you've data mined a catfish. I don't, I don't know what you think you got out of this. Yeah, you got a whole bunch of email addresses and fake phone numbers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, good for you. Did you, did you really think Trump can suck my dick at gmail.com? <laughs> Was gonna like. Be a supporter. I mean, and if you thought that, okay, well, you know, that's a little off, but, you know, Trump can suck my dick at gmail.com, you know, yeah. 17 at gmail.com. <laughs> like, yeah. after the first 16, you start to wonder, these people may not be on my side. I kept getting this thing in my Facebook feed of uh, tell Trump how he's doing, what a, what a good job. I'm like, fuck it. All right. I'll take his poll. I'll take, I'll, I'll do, I'll do that. And I just clicked clearly what they don't want me to click, and they wanted a name, and my name was fuck Trump, and my email address was fuck Trump at fucktrump.com. And they accepted it. I'm like, awesome, idiots. Like, it should have some kind of filter where if the word fuck shows up, they're like, no, that come on, for real, come on. No, because they know that there's some hillbilly out there going, fuck yeah, he's doing great. <laughs> ding ding dong. So yeah. whatever. I did the um, what's it called? Um, I side with where you um go in and do your your answers to political questions from different uh different areas and stuff. Yeah. And um. I matched 1% with Trump. <laughs> and I had to go back and figure out what 1% was it. And it was it was one of those, like, I forget what the question was, but it was one of those things where it's like, ah, you know, I could go either way on this one. And I just went the Trump way. <laughs> I would be 1%. I'm like, it's mm, still a little too much. It, yeah, that's exactly what it felt like, yeah. Uh, but it also felt good that I disagree with 99% of his existence. So. <laughs> Mr. President, you and I can't even, even agree on some of the most basic things. I think water's wet. Yeah. And that you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, I it just, it's, it's looking to me more and more likely, unlike the last election, that he's not going to get back in. Because the other one, it was like, well, there's a chance. This one, it's like, oh, come on. His supporters from last time are coming out and saying they're not voting for him. Like, people that ran against him, that voted for him, like Carly Fiorina, are like, fuck this guy. Yeah. I find that very interesting, because you can posture and talk all you want on Fox News and stuff, but... Whatever you decide in that booth is a whole nother thing. Yeah. Plus, Mitch McConnell has to be erased from the face of the earth. He's, yeah, who won that primary? Who's going up against him? Um, was it the dude or the... I know that there was one guy, Brooks, I think his name was, who had a surge toward the end. He was at a whole bunch of Black Lives Matter stuff. and Right. Um, and then Amy McGrath, so I don't... No. Um, let's see. That's weird. Okay, so 
That's <laughs> it's funny here. It says uh, 2020 United States Senate election in Kentucky. Nominee Mitch McConnell, party Republican. 2026, TBD, Democratic. <laughs> oh, that means. It's like they know. Wow. It's just like, oh, that's an assassination plot. <laughs> um, well, they somehow got a hold of his, like, cholesterol information. <laughs> when was the was the Democratic primary on the same day? It was yeah, it was like literally like Tuesday, I think. Oh, okay. Why am I not seeing anything? Um let's see. Um, oh, it says Democratic opponent may not be known for days, and that was on June oh, 23rd. Oh, it's that close. I guess. That's why nothing pops up when I typed in Mitch McConnell's opponent. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That guy's, that guy's got to go. He's a disgrace. He's a disgrace to uh, being a human being. He's just all around disgrace. Yeah, it's if disgusting. I agreed with 1% of what he agreed with, I'd be like, yeah, that's... That's ten percent too much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to agree. I, 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 I want to disagree with him on things that don't exist. That's how much I want to disagree with him. Yeah. Well, you probably do disagree with things that don't exist because I'm sure there's a bunch of made up shit he believes in too. Ah. <laughs> uh, that's a loaded statement. God, I could go crazy with that. Yep. But uh, anyway, so people that um, I don't know how I feel when I see um, people in red states that were actively yelling about how COVID is a hoax and they catch it and die. And I'm not sure my, my response is a little bit between fucking idiot and that's too bad and fucking obviously it runs the gamut i feel bad but then i don't because it's like we they fucking told you what to do that's what would get like like it's times like that where i kind of wish that i believed in a situation where you know that person dies they get up to the pearly gates and it's just saint saint peter going uh, uh, you, you get it now? Like, <laughs> okay? <sighs> Folks? No. Go sit down over there. No. Don't say a word. We are, welcome and to I'm, Republican heaven. We don't have books up here. <laughs> and then it's just like, look, and the really bad news is that you have to wear a mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you if you die like an idiot from a disease that you could have, you know, protected yourself and other and others from mm. because you didn't want to take those measures, you have to spend all of eternity using those measures. Yeah. <laughs> We're not oh. going to send you to hell, but you have to stay in heaven and you can't have ice cream because you have to wear a mask. Well, you would think if heaven were real and punishment and all that, any pastor that opened his church up under against advisement and anyone in his parish got sick and died he'd go straight to hell yeah but that's not going to happen they're just dead in the ground 
Yeah. So fucking stupid. Just, just wear the fucking mask for like six more months and just fucking relax. Yeah. And then, and then it'll be a thing in the winter again. So. Yeah, because we're not even when this is there's there's not going to be a second wave because the first wave is never going to end. Yeah. So, you know, if we see anybody, we got to correct them because second. No, no second wave. Dum dums. First wave. And it's y'all's fault. (laughs) Y'all's dummies. Yeah. All y'all's is stupid. I just. I don't know. I I heard um, a couple of people today. They um, I don't know. They they I don't know exactly what they were talking about. They but like the phrase cultural appropriation came into it. Oh boy! <laughs> and I <laughs> and because I'm a jerk, I went. You know what I hate? You know what's like the worst cultural appropriation type of thing that people do? And they're like, "Where I go? Learning another language? How <laughs> dare <laughs> they?" Uh, that's pretty good that's pretty good when i get when i get back to facebook i took facebook off my phone and now i'll check it periodically on my ipad but um i took it off my phone but i think that my next big um my next big facebook fight is is gonna is gonna be that that'll be fun because that'll just be more fun than my passionate battle about what is a um cult classic movie oh who gives a shit i gave up that fight so long ago i know know. knock yourself out though honestly i i I don't hold it (laughs) against you at all if you can go ahead (laughs) when i'm feeling sporting yeah yeah i was looking for an update um on that masseuse in Peabody that um sexually assaulted the women at the at the at the massage parlor. Oh yeah, that thing. I remember that story. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. Um and like court stuff isn't really happening. No. So he's probably just stewing in jail going why did I do that? Yeah. Well, it's not a great idea. What a what a either good or bad time. I can't decide. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mixed on that. Because I wasn't sure if that person was actually in jail being held or if they were. um, No, they refused him bail. That's right. Yeah, they refused him bail. That's right. So, it's fine. Oh, yeah. I I was just wondering, you know, what the final consequence was. Yeah, no, I'm sure there'll be a trial, and I'm sure that he'll be guilty, and I'm sure that his life is over, so he'll be in jail for the next 15 to 20 years. So. Well, his life's definitely over. Like, Could you pick a dumber time to do that? Yeah, or just a dumber thing to do. It's yeah. just like, come on, dumb-dumb. P- porn That's is just... not life advice. No, so, it's so, not. So what happened is um, this person... Um, it's just a real simple story. It sexually assaulted women at a massage parlor. Um, 
Or was it physical therapy? Massage parlor no, makes it sound shady, uh, right? Massage, yeah, it was like massage parlor, massage like therapy. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. And um, he's local to us. And um, it was very surprising. But not surprising because... Didn't did, did we did we did we do a show on this, or was this in between? No, I think this was in between. I don't think we mentioned this, but I don't see why we can't. Uh, There's no names. Yeah, I mean, we knew him. Yeah, we worked with him. Knew him. So when you sent so. me the link and I read it, I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it honestly didn't didn't surprise me that much. It disgusted me, but it didn't surprise me that much. Yeah. And it's too bad because, like, I know his wife and he's got kids. You know, it's just all. That's that's so much it's worse. So shitty a situation. Well, yeah, because he's an idiot. Yeah. With a temper on top of it. So. Yeah, that certainly did not help him. No. No. So that's that's what I was curious about was to see. Because um, I, I do check every now and then, but I know you have better connections than i do sometimes yeah so i wanted to see if maybe we knew anything but uh, i know that my jury du- excuse me my jury duty in july had been canceled so i didn't think there were any court cases going on yeah so. although that'd be an interesting so if you got called and you were on that jury yeah and like like, like, would you recuse yourself or would you stay? Like, if he didn't recognize you mm. as so that he could say to his lawyer, oh, I know that dude, he really shouldn't be on the jury, and then his lawyer would, like, kick you out. Mm. Um, like, would you recuse yourself and go, oh, I know that dude, and I got some thoughts on this? Or would you be just like, hmm, let's see what happens? I would be of two minds. Obviously, I think that the, the, the way it would go – um, because uh, would would be for me to say, yeah, I worked with him for like five years, and he totally fucking did it, and then I would leave, because <laughs> I would have to. Because what if halfway through he recognizes my voice, or you know something? Yeah. Um. But part of me would love to, you know, I would be excused, but I would just go sit in the gallery. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, yeah, um, I don't want to play, but I'm going to watch. To be fair, though, the, one of the, the, the last uh, jury duty thing I did, there were two officers that we knew that did, um, what's it called? Um, details. Details. Yeah, detail work at, at the movie theater. And um, I said I know them. I used to work at a, at a place where they would provide detail so we would have conversations um yeah you know uh, once or twice a week um so i am i'm personally familiar with them i don't think either of them recognized me um but the judge said well would your opinion of the police officers get in the way of you listening to the (laughs) the facts and i said no i can have an open mind and the prosecuting guy uh agreed to let me stay on and i'll be honest with you i'm the one that convinced them all to vote guilty (laughs) 
because it was really it was really fucking suspicious it was he was really shady first his 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 lawyer looked like he slept in his suit and woke up late hair wasn't combed nothing but he was also being prosecuted by the state assistant district attorney so that was that was that was that's a clue (laughs) you know yeah that's so the it's been long enough it's probably been five or six years now so um what happened was he was at the denny's that's closed now on endicott street and he pulled out of denny's and pulled onto the off-ramp to basically go 128 north, but on the southbound lane. Yeah, I remember this. Okay. Um, they claim inside inside the place he was he was uh, sloppy. He was slurring his words. He was basically acting drunk. Um, but the defense couldn't provide any timesheet of him being at work when they said he was that he was leaving early. Um, they had claimed that he had been sober. Um, and then they tried to throw in this thing about him being diabetic. <laughs> and, I and I, I just kind of sat there like, motherfucker said, what are you trying to do? <laughs> you, you, okay. Okay. Let me hear it. And basically they're trying to say he had low blood sugar and that's what was causing it. And it seemed like a fucking hail Mary to me. Um, like a, but it was it was they like oh well do you have any proof of his and um, the defense attorney's like all right we withdraw that I'm like <laughs> and then he looks back at his client yeah they didn't buy it all right next yeah up. and then and then the judge said to us you're advised to uh, disregard that and I think we all kind of looked at each other like yeah fucking hell we're going to <laughs> no I don't think I'm gonna. And the thing is, he could have just had a regular trial, but he went with a with a jury one, which obviously is going to have a, a worse penalty. And yeah. we sat there, and one woman was a holdout, which is which is fine. She wanted to, um, you know, make sure that nothing happens to an innocent person. And I forget all of the facts and everything, but we, me and a couple other people, we laid out our side of it. And it was, uh, he tried to take his plate out of the restaurant, out of Denny's, his plate, his actual plate with the food. Uh, he drove up the wrong side of the highway. He gave the officers a hard time. Um, and basically, uh, it was, it was one of those, it was one of those, you only see it in, in, in TV or movies when they announce the verdict, his, his like wife and whatever were like, Oh! <gasps> Like visible, audible shock <laughs> when we said he was guilty, right? And um, as I'm leaving, because I was good about it, because I could have looked his name up while we were on break. Instead, I drank the court's Pepsi because it was in the fridge, in the yeah. in the room. Um, I looked him up, and this was his fourth DUI. Yeah. I felt pretty good about that. I just, you know, oh, a little bit of traffic outside. Mm. So, um, yeah, you love the, <laughs> it's like they gasp like they're surprised. You just want to look at it and go, really? 
Come on. Are you really surprised? Y'all saw this trial, right? (laughs) How are you surprised? Were you not watching? Plus, the the assistant DA was so fucking good. It was... I I don't say this often. I I don't say this, like, at all about watching people do their jobs. But he was fun to watch. Because I wasn't in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So he was, he, he was almost like out of a TV show. He was, he knew his shit. And it was impressive to watch somebody good at their job. I liked it. And that's why I would do jury duty again to get something like that. That would be I'll really come to jury funny. duty, but it's got to be a good show. Yeah, uh, I mean, come on. Who's in this episode? <laughs> oh, the assistant DA. I'm fucking there. Ooh, that guy. Love his work. He was good. He was. He, he had just the right amount of, like, being stern and conviction without getting angry. He would he would make you feel like he was angry, but he wasn't like it was, it was a weird thing to see, but he was good at it. He was really good at it. And then the other thing that made me nervous was uh, how close he lives to where I live. Um, Cause obviously his address is part of the report when yeah. it's in the paper. And I looked him up and I'm like, Oh, that's way too fucking close. <laughs> That's okay. He's not going to be home. <laughs> no, but the people he lived with were. So I didn't drive past that street for a good six months if I didn't have to. Yeah. Because it's real fucking close. <laughs> like, <laughs> like my lazy ass could walk there close. Not cool. Not cool, Court. Oh, man. But that was that was as annoying as it is to do the whole beginning stuff, like just to get to the courtroom. Yeah. That takes so much time. Yeah. As, as annoying as that all was. And they tell you, you can't bring anything with you. And like, what am I going to do? Fucking polish my bayonets. (laughs) (laughs) And that gets you your own episode. Yes, it certainly does. I don't know. Oh man! All right, I think my food's gonna be here soon. Okay, yeah, I think I think my wrap. family just got home too. So <laughs> why don't uh, why don't we uh, why don't we call it? Thank you, everybody. All right, everybody, have a great week. Be safe out there. Please just wear the damn mask. Stay yeah. six feet away from people. I know it's a drag, um, but um, you know, big picture, it's you know, yeah. just. Please. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody. You can only stay on the sidelines for so long. These are unprecedented times. And it seems like every day, the rule of law is being eroded little by little. And frankly, I'm sick of it. So I'm going to do something about it. I'm suing the White House, the CIA, the Department of Justice, and a whole bunch of others. This is not a joke. This is actually happening. Let me give you some background. You might recall that back in January, President Trump was impeached and he was facing a trial in the Senate. Article one is adopted. And one of the people that seemed to have a lot to say about the particular charges that were levied against the president was former National Security Advisor John Bolton. 
And in what can only be described as an act of pure cowardice, John Bolton refused to testify before the Senate and instead decided to write a book with his observations and presumably the things that he would have testified to at the Senate trial of the president. I didn't think the Democrats had the wit or the political understanding or the reach. Now that's problematic for a whole host of legal and moral reasons. But one of the legal issues is that as a former national security advisor, in order to publish a book, Bolton had to go through an onerous pre-publication review process. During the course of that review process, the government would likely take out a whole bunch of information that it doesn't want to be published. And I didn't trust the government to do that pre-publication review and censoring of John Bolton's book in good faith under normal circumstances, but doubly so when we're talking about things that strike at the heart of our democracy and the president's impeachment trial. So back in February, I filed some FOIA requests against the National Security Council, the CIA, the Department of Defense, the Department of Justice, the Department of State, basically anyone that would have possibly gotten a copy of John Bolton's book and had something to say about it. Now, normally under this review process, the government can simply say that this portion of the book is classified and therefore it cannot be published. And there's some back and forth, but there's nothing that forces the government to really provide reasoning for the demands that they're making. And in some circumstances, the government doesn't even need to claim that the things are classified, just that they are prohibited from being disclosed. So who knows what they prevented Bolton from saying? So the point of Legal Eagle's FOIA requests was to obtain or at least force the government to properly process these redactions under FOIA. Information that the government was attempting to prevent John Bolton from publishing in his book. And we also sought to obtain information about what process the government was using. Were there any political considerations in terms of preventing John Bolton from saying certain things? And did the government prevent him from saying unclassified information that he had a right to say because it was politically damaging? Not surprisingly, the government has stonewalled our FOIA requests. So we're filing suit. We are suing the government, the White House, the CIA, the Department of Justice, the Department of Defense, the Department of State, and a whole host of other federal government agencies to find out what they prevented John Bolton from saying. The goals are simple, to force the government to disclose the information that it didn't want John Bolton to disclose to the public, to either force them to uh, unclassify the information, to admit that it was never classified in the first place, and at the bare minimum, to force them to explain why and how that information is classified and why it cannot see the light of day. This is actually what happened when Jason Leopold of BuzzFeed filed a FOIA request and eventually a lawsuit to enforce that FOIA request for the original Mueller report. We got a lot more information about the vague redactions that the DOJ had actually done to the initial release of the Mueller report. And we found out that a lot of those redactions were completely improper. And because I don't necessarily trust the government to have conducted a good faith investigation in this particular case, we also want the correspondents to know who was making this decision why these decisions were made. And as I covered in my other video on the whole John Bolton case, the timeline doesn't line up here because allegedly one of the government employees cleared John Bolton's entire book for publication only to have that decision changed at the last minute by a political appointee. A political appointee who had basically zero training in terms of overclassification. It's entirely possible that this whole process is rife 
with political machinations designed to hide the White House from unflattering information that should see the light of day. So because the government has stonewalled our requests, we're filing suit. We're going to ask a federal judge to enforce our demands, to make sure that the government complies with them and to disclose this information. This is not a stunt. This is not a joke. We are actually filing a federal lawsuit to enforce our FOIA requests as we are entitled to do. And like any good lawyer, I have teamed up with some of the best national security lawyers in the country. Specifically in this case, I am working with the National Security Counselors, which is a nonprofit organization, and their executive director, Kel McClanahan, who has more experience with FOIA requests and FOIA litigation than probably anyone else. And we're committed to taking this to the mat. We want people to be actively engaged and we want people to have the information that is important about their government. Democracy only works when the people are informed and have access to the information that is critically important. And if the Senate isn't going to give the president a fair trial when it comes to impeachment, then the only check on executive power is at the ballot box. The primary way that we uh, reign presidents in is not through impeachment, it's through elections. And that only works when people have the necessary information, including the information that the government doesn't want its citizens to have. So this will be the first in a series of videos that chronicles the adventures of suing the federal government to disclose information that probably should have been disclosed in the first place. This would not be possible without the help of the National Security Counselors. There's a link in the description to be able to donate to the National Security Counselors, which is a 501c3, so your donation is tax deductible. And it would mean the world to us if you would consider donating to the cause because lawyers and litigation are expensive and we are committed to taking this thing as far as it needs to go because we believe that this cause is just and no one else is going to do it. And any donations made above the cost of this litigation will go towards the other charitable work that the National Security Counselors do, which includes, but isn't limited to, representing whistleblowers, representing journalists and FOIA requests, suing to strike down anti-transparency policies and practices, and advocating for pro-transparency and accountability reforms in the law and the government. And it'd be great if this was not a one-time thing. I'm hopeful that this lawsuit will create real and lasting change, or at least be able to disseminate important information related to the heart of our democracy. But it would also be great to be able to right other injustices and to be able to uphold the rule of law in other contexts. So I'm hopeful that this won't be a one-off thing and that Legal Eagle can create some law, not just explain it. So to you, Legal Eagles, I thank you for your support. And until next time, I'll see you in court. This time, literally.